at some point we come up with this idea of creating the biggest putting contest ever in Las Vegas on the strip. We're bringing golf into a stadium. If I go back to Guy Liberté's experience back in the 80s when he got into the circus industry, I think he revolutionized this industry that was not necessarily going uh, anywhere. So with innovation and creativity, he reinvented the big top circus industry. What we are looking into doing is similar to that. We want to bring entertainment into golf. We want to make it fun and with all the aspects that the new clientele is requesting. Just like Cirque du Soleil reinvented the circus industry, the major series of putting is looking to do the same for golf. Cirque du Soleil utilized what in business circles is known as a blue ocean strategy, where you create a unique experience or product that has no competition, which opens up an uncontested market space ripe for growth. So get ready to learn about how one company aims to turn a putting green into a blue ocean. Welcome everyone to the Mod Golf Podcast, where we speak with golf's top influencers, entrepreneurs, innovators, and disruptors about their vision to reimagine, transform, and grow the game. I'm your host, Colin Weston, and today I have the pleasure of speaking with MSOP Entertainment Inc. President and General Manager, Guillaume Belin. Hi, Guillaume. Thanks so much for joining me today on the Mod Golf Podcast. Hi, Colin. Thanks for uh, having me on your show. It is my pleasure. I'm very excited about what you're creating here, and I've been looking forward to this podcast for some time now. So for our listeners that are wondering, what the heck does MSOP stand for? I'm going to be the spoiler here and tell them that MSOP is the Major Series of Putting. So to get us started here, Guillaume, please tell us a bit about yourself and share with us the vision you have for MSOP. Okay, thanks. So basically, I've, uh, I'm a sports fan. I've been uh, working for more than uh, 20 years in the sports entertainment industry. And uh, at some point, we come up with this idea of creating the biggest putting contest ever in Las Vegas on the Strip. To give you a bit of a background about myself, personally, I'm a big sports fan. I've been playing uh, almost every sports. Uh, I've been practicing uh, a lot of them going from golf, from tennis, from ice hockey, coming from uh, Canada, obviously. Uh, this is uh, uh, one of uh, the great sports that we have here. So I'm a sports fan, but both as a spectator, I enjoy each and every game. And I also uh, enjoy the business aspect of sports and of the games. So uh, all my life, I've been working in the sports entertainment industry, being a golf promoter, both on the Canadian Tour, which is now the PGA Tour Canada. Right, For right. 10 years, we organized uh, one of the biggest events of that tour here in Montreal. And we moved on to the Champions Tour, being promoter of a Champions Tour golf event here in, uh, in Canada, in Montreal and Quebec City. We did that for, uh, for five years. But also working with uh, other properties like action sports, like equestrian sports, like uh, aquatic sports. So my background really is in the sports entertainment industry. And uh, at some point uh, throughout my career, I met with, uh, with a great gentleman named Guy La Liberté, who was looking for um, a fundraiser in order to, uh, to bring funds to, to the OneDrop Foundation, the initiative that he founded to supply undeveloped countries and cities with uh, clean water. And, and they were looking for an amazing event to raise funds. And it's interesting to see where this idea comes from. It comes from the background that we have. It comes from a golf game that I had in Oakmont at some point where I had a terrible golf game. Okay. I played 95 on that very tough course. But after dinner, all the members just got together and um, we played this putting tournament under the lights on this, the gigantic nine-hole green. And I won this tournament and I found at this moment that the putting aspect of golf was once shorter it levels the playing field and it was very entertaining. But for me, 
that did it, and uh, I felt it was great. Also here in, the, in Canada, we had back in the 90s uh, some putt-putt on TV, and it was very exciting. That was creating characters, and it was very, very exciting. So uh, through that, we, we came out with the idea of the major series of putting, and this is the event that we are launching this fall in October in Las Vegas. So that idea came and we put it in place and we came up with the biggest putting tournament ever that we were gonna host from October 27th to November 5th in Las Vegas on the Strip. So it should be an exciting event. Uh, it certainly sounds like what I've looked at at your, at your website, which is msop.com, it looks extremely exciting. You're taking the Vegas lifestyle to the next level there. You're certainly embracing that. So leading up to the Las Vegas finals, that isn't the only event. There is a progression that's leading up to that. And I understand you are in the middle of six regional events right now. Can you tell us where those are and when they're taking place? Yeah, definitely. As part of our concept, the major series of putting, it's a series of 25 tournaments that we're going to host over a period of 10 days. We have different format, different purses. We have all pro event. We have amateur event. We have team competition. We have a stroke play championship, a match play championship, and also a celebrity eye roller event uh, to the benefit of one drop. So everybody can nice. go on our website, uh, msop.com and see the list of events. So we're going to bring about 2,000 different players to play in those events. So people can either direct register into the competition or go through the qualifier network that we are putting in place right now. So basically, it's not only six, but we're going in 18 different regions in the US and Canada to find the best putter in each and every golf courses. In each and every region, we're running what we call the Road to Las Vegas. We're building this qualifier network of 28 tournaments in each region where you can local qualify move to the regional layer, and then make your way to the final. And in each and every final, we're awarding about 10 different entries in tournament in Las Vegas starting uh, next October. Wow, that's, uh, that's ambitious plans. I'm assuming that you would not be able to pull that off without the power of partnerships and having this grassroots ambassador program, if that's what makes sense to call it, with the, the golf courses that are hosting what you're doing. Can you tell me a bit about that? Is how is to get from the idea of you having, I'm going to call it the aha moment at Oakmont that you had there on the putting yeah. green when you won to where you guys are now. This has gone from a big audacious idea to actually making this thing happen. So can you tell us a bit about that journey of getting from off the Oakmont on putting green to, uh, to where you are now with the partnerships that you've built with the golf courses that are participating in this? Actually, I think uh, we came in that idea and when we put it in the business plan, we realized that there was big opportunity in different sectors. Uh, the first opportunity obviously was in golf because I think golf is looking into innovative way to attract millennials, to engage golfers. And we hear all those crazy ideas about making only 12 holes or building some bigger cups and what's fun for golfers. So I think that what we are doing for golf courses, when we pitched that, that idea to the PGA of America, to the USGA and to the PGA Tour, they saw in what we're doing, it's a nice way to activate the putting greens in a lot of courses. So we're building this uh, life-changing opportunity in Las Vegas where everybody kind of feels that they have a shot at making it to Las Vegas and competing. So this first opportunity I felt was in golf because we've run a lot of qualifier, we run, we've run a lot of tests, and a lot of golf courses are telling us that this is very interesting because by hosting this tournament, we're creating an opportunity and we're creating a reason for golfers to go compete 
practice their putting and creating small events that can be hosted in less than one hour. So uh, I take, I'm, I'm taking my situation, for example, is I'm a dad of uh, two young kids. I don't have all the time I had in the past to go play golf, but after work, I can stop at my courses and participate in this uh, putting tournament and, and get my golf fix. So in the golf industry, we think we're, uh, we're answering some of the challenges that courses have. Also in Las Vegas, there's something about the, the skills game and being able to use your skills to compete or to, to win money somehow. So I think also, and that's why we selected Las Vegas to do that, is because I think we're bringing a very exciting event in Las Vegas for the crowd that is there. And it's a nice alternative of, to the gaming aspect that there is in Las Vegas. Basically, what we want to provide every golfer with a putter and, and a dream, the opportunity to compete and to feel that they can make it to the big stage. And we are providing this big stage because our stadium in Las Vegas, when we started that project, the first person that we've approached were uh, Jack Nicholas Design. We wanted the best to design the playing field. So uh, we went to them, we explained our project. They said it was very innovative and they put a lot of thoughts in what we were doing because we want to create something that is true to golf in the putting aspect. So creating a course of 18 holes where all the lines are fun, when it's not too tough, when, when you have a chance of making it, was a big undertaking for, for the Nicholas design, but they came out with an amazing concept. And I actually invite everybody to get to on our website to see the, the rendering of the, the stadium that we're building. It is going to be very exciting. And the experience that we want to deliver to the participant is an experience that the PGA Tour player are experiencing on, the, uh, on a weekly basis meaning live scoring, automated scoring, giant screen with statistics and profiles and pictures, all the atmosphere around it. So let's say we're, we're bringing golf into a stadium. You, you certainly are. And for our listeners, I will, uh, in the show notes, post a, a link to not only your website and the animation. And I will say, in a, in a previous professional life of myself, as a sport design architect and stadium designer, what you guys are putting together is great. It really looks fantastic. And I know you talk about Nicholas Design as far as a world-class 18-hole putting course, but also with the architectural firm Populous, which I know them quite well as world-class sports stadiums designers from NFL stadiums, MLB stadiums to uh, Olympic venues also. So you spared no expense on the quality of your design and your execution on this. So yes, I will be letting people see exactly what you're doing there and see that animation, which is a really, really strong piece. So, hey, one thing I wanted to get back to an earlier comment that you made there, you talked about that putting levels the playing field, and that stuck with me. And it makes me think of a conversation I had in a, in a previous episode uh, aligning with Women's Golf Day. And uh, Alyssa Gaudet, who was my guest on for that show, the, the founder of the Women's Golf Day. And it seems here you have a real opportunity for empowering women. The fact that you don't have to hit the ball 400 yards to be competitive. Is the plan here, Guillaume, to uh, have women and men competing in the same tournament? Just like with the uh, World Poker Tour, with WPT events, some of the best poker players, Texas Hold'em players in, in the world now are women. So is that something that, that you're looking for? Because I think that could be quite exciting as far as having a woman be not just the women's champion, but perhaps even being the overall champion. I mean, that's definitely the case. And, and when I was talking about leveling the playing field, that means that amateur have a fair chance of winning against professional, but you can compete when you're young, you're older, when you're a professional, a man or a woman. 
basically the handicap in golf wants to bring everybody on the same level when you're you get on the green so organizing this putting tournament basically levels the playing field so definitely that women are a big part of it women's will be competing in each and every event that we organize so yes i think there's there's a huge opportunity for women to compete uh, on the same level with men's on every uh, of our event what would uh, i think would be incredible is if in Las Vegas, the first annual overall champion was a woman. I think that would be that would be pretty cool. And there's no reason why that could not happen. It absolutely could. The other thing I love about what you're doing here is the story arc that you're creating from the qualifiers up through the regionals and then to the final. And the fact that it connects with that every person, that people can watch what you're doing here. And I'm assuming the plan is over the next couple of years to build this out and create content, both for online and broadcast, that you have that opportunity here to, to create something even bigger than just the events. And World Poker Tour has this. And I don't know if you're familiar with American Ninja Warrior, but having these regionals. And people look at this as like, well, does point and go, well, that could be me. Where I look at the PGA Tour, for example, and I see Dustin Johnson, who yesterday hit a 415-yard drive, I don't point at that and go, that could be me, because that will never be me. So I love the fact that you've created this story that uh, that could connect to the every person and inspire them to be your next champion. I think you I think you get it right, and, and that's what we want to create with uh, the MSOP Championship, is this life-changing opportunity in Las Vegas where you can start at your, your local course and make your way until the big stage and put your, your, yourself in a position to win. So definitely, and, and in terms of content, I think you, you touch a very good point. What we're creating in, by having the competition hosted in, in this stadium we are in a position to create great golf content that can be live at night under the lights in the stadium. So it creates some very exciting content as well. And we have also the opportunity of creating some live golf content on, uh, on days where there's no golf tournament, meaning on the Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday. So uh, it is definitely a big component of uh, what we're uh, looking into developing. Now, the stadium in Las Vegas that Populous is designing for you, that is a temporary structure for this year. Is that, is that correct? It, it is a temporary structure, but as you know, Populous, uh, they're specialists in designing great facility, especially for the Olympics and temporary uh, structure. It feels like a permanent structure, but it's temporary. And with the prices of the land in Las Vegas for our inaugural championship, we wanted to have a temporary venue. But we want to use that, uh, that venue as a showcase. We're putting a lot of thoughts to create an amazing customer experience, player experience with bars, with, with a pro shop, with an academy, with a skills game zone that we're creating when actually when you're, you're going to watch the competition, you'll also be able to compete in tournament on, the, on Golf Simulator. So uh, the experience that you're going to feel in the stadium is very engaging. And this engagement is also something that we're putting a, a lot of effort into. This is something that I am myself a runner. I run, uh, I run marathons. What's, what's good about what they've developed uh, with watch and GPS is you have access to statistics. You have a GPS watch. You know exactly how long you did run today, in the past week, in the past month, uh, what's your fastest lap, etc. So we want to create that journey for each and every golfer through putting. So we also developed this app uh, that is available to all our participants where you can actually get better on the putting aspect. It always strikes me that then when you ask a golfer uh, what is the average distance that he drives, everybody has, a, has an idea. How far do you hit a seven iron? Everybody knows that. But when I'm asking 
what is your percentage of success for it in front of a 10-footer? Nobody knows. So, and it is such an important aspect of the golf game. And it is something that we're putting a lot of effort into it. Well, a lot of people forget that just the straight math is one half of all shots you take on a golf course are putting. So it is a, the most important skill to learn. And also talk about gamification. I had a conversation with Darren Dummer, the CEO of Golfstream, who I know you uh, know Darren very well, talking about gamification and the completionist or con- con- completing a task and being a completionist. And the thing about putting, it's that best aspect of golf. That's the kind of the final completion. It's kind of the essence of what the game is, that sound of the ball going in the hole it's such a beautiful sound and what highlights do you see on sports channels with golf you don't see someone hitting a layup on a par five you see someone straining an 80 foot putt or you see someone hitting an amazing bunker shot and holding out or holding out from the fairway that's the awesome stuff that golf is and you're taking those best elements of golf in a very pure way and distilling that down and creating an awesome experience so i'm i'm just getting excited talking about it i can't wait no, I mean, you are right. All the highlights that we remember from major tournaments are always on the putting green with people celebrating with a putter in their hands, not with a driver in their hands. It's because it's the finality. I mean, you can hit three bad shots and, and still make par. If you can sing a long one on the green. So obviously, putting is a very important aspect of the golf game. And also, I think it's one of the aspects that, that is very accessible and inclusive. And um, I hear you talking about inclusivity in the, in the previous podcast, but I think that's one of the key factors of putting. The learning curve in putting is fairly steep. If you grab a putter for the first time, grab a ball and putt for a week, for a month, fairly quickly, you'll get better. You don't have to master the overall golf game. If you master the aspect of putting, we're offering you a stage to compete. And I think we, we all know that once you have a putter in your end or a club in your end with a golf ball, you're probably at some point going to hit the golf course. So I think we're, as an introduction to the game, I think what we're creating, we, uh, we do have that in mind in every aspect that we're, uh, we're doing right now. You're certainly the, the gateway to golf. I don't know if you're familiar with a book by legendary golf instructor uh, Harvey Pennick called The Little Red Book, which I read a few years ago in one chapter, which he calls Golf for Children. He uh, really lets into parents that the first thing that they do is they put a driver in their kid's hand and say, you're a swing this. And he says, you know what? It's the absolute opposite. What I do 100% of the time is I get a putter in their hands. The idea of the game is getting the ball in the hole. So you'll start close, you'll learn the putting stroke, you'll learn the rhythm, you'll learn how to grip, all those things and then you keep moving back from the hole and then you learn how to chip and then you learn how to pitch and then you learn how to hit iron shots and then you learn how to hit driver so a lot of people will think it's counterintuitive but in fact it makes complete sense that the way you should learn to play golf so you don't become overwhelmed and frustrated is start close to the hole and move your way out over a couple of years so once again you're uh, you're touching all the points here i think if harvey was still alive i think he'd be smiling right now seeing what you're uh, you're doing here guillaume Taking from my own experience, I brought my kids to uh, to the golf course starting when he was uh, three years old. And for the, the first two years, we stayed on the putting green. And uh, this year he's five and that's the first time that uh, he has club is in the end and swing the balls on the, on, the, on the driving range. So definitely, I think I find and I think it was very engaging for him and it was a, a nice introduction. And that's all you wanted to do at the very beginning. So uh, I, I'm totally in line with you on that. 
Yeah. And with my kids, a little bit older now, but I would take them out to the golf course and I know I can get maybe nine holes out of them. And even then I just let them do whatever they wanted, but they were bored and they were done. Whereas if I go to the putting green, yeah, I can, uh, I can hang out with them, especially if I let them win a couple of bets for some quarters or a dollar or two, it certainly makes things a little more enjoyable for them. So, so, Hey, uh, so for our listeners that consider themselves to be rock star putters, are they still able to register for a qualifying event? And, and if so, how can they go about doing that? Definitely. I encourage everybody to go on msop.com. As of right now, we have qualifiers running in Las Vegas, in Jacksonville, in Montreal. And we also uh, have qualifiers that just started uh, yesterday in New York. So everybody, if you go on our website, you go to uh, qualify and you see the list of qualifiers in your region. This is the first opportunity to qualify. There's others though. Uh, if there's no qualifiers in your region, uh, one of the great way and a lot of courses have done that is you can go and meet with your pro or person in charge at your golf course and organize a qualifier yourself. So you just go on our website, you, you ask to be a, an official qualifier courses for MSOP and you can organize a qualifier at your own course. So this is a very uh, interesting way. And for the ones that feel that are they have a, a fair shot, don't want to go through uh, the qualifier network, there's still the possibility to register directly on our website, uh, direct register into the tournament. Perfect. Thanks so much for sharing that. On a previous podcast, I, I mentioned Darren Dummett, the CEO of Golfstream, who you're a, a colleague and friend with. Darren and I spoke about the emergence of skills-based gaming. I know you touched on this a little bit earlier. I just wanted to expand on that. It appears to me that what you're creating here with the major series of putting is the perfect engaging platform that the Las Vegas casino community is looking for to reach a younger audience. Can you tell us about the potential MSOP has for tapping into and connecting with that millennial lifestyle, especially with the uh, skills-based gaming aspect? Definitely. And uh, this is an aspect in Las Vegas where everybody's trying to, to find the right way to bring uh, gaming and gambling and use the skills-based aspect of it. Everybody wants to use their skills in order to give them an edge on the field and to be able to compete uh, and win money. I think the first aspect of that or what is similar to that but is not gambling is tournament. So we want to provide people and what we're doing with our tournament is we provide people with opportunity to enter into tournaments. And obviously what we have a great relationship with Golfstream and Darren because uh, we're working uh, with them with, with, with their technology and we actually invested in their technology because we do have skills games a skills game zone we, we do have simulator in our concept of, uh, of stadium that we're developing and what we want to do with that is we want to create the, the same experience on a smaller footprint. So basically on those, uh, on those simulator in our venue, you'll be able to play on the simulator the actual course that we've built with Nicholas Design. So this 20,000 square feet putting playing field designed for the competition, you'll be able to play it on a, on a simulator ultimately. But I do think that could be dart, it could be basketball, it could be a lot of things, but there's a huge aspect of uh, very simple movement that you can execute in order to achieve a task and putting is appealing because it's an aspect that all golfer knows and using that skill in order to win money is something that we want to work on bringing to Las Vegas as well. Well, it sounds like for the stadium finals in Las Vegas, your audience, all the spectators are going to have so many engaging options to choose from there and things to watch. There sounds like they're going to be paralyzed by choice here, but all the good things you have going on, that may be their most difficult problem is to decide which one to do first or what to watch, which is a nice problem to have. I think you're totally right. I mean, either you plan to be there, you register to a qualifier, you come to Las Vegas, 
you can enter our stadium. If last minute you get there and you play in our daily event, you, you might have a chance to play and compete. Or if you're just a walkthrough, there's no place in the tournament, you still can enter, enjoy, watch some great competition and enter the small tournament that we're doing on the skills game zone that, that we're building attached to our bar. It's going to be very entertaining and you mentioned that at the very beginning. I think we're working with the best firm like Populous in order to create a fun experience. I, I think they have a track record that proves that they've been able to achieve that in several uh, well-known buildings. So that's what we're, uh, we're envisioning for Las Vegas. And I don't think mentioned this earlier, uh, Guillaume, but the uh, the location of the temporary stadium is just east of the Las Vegas Strip. Uh, yeah, I know you're partnering with the casino and hotel there, and it's just north of where the Top Golf Las Vegas is, is it not? So you can tell us a, a bit about exactly where yeah, uh, where it's located. We uh, we wanted to be as close as possible to the Strip. We we are renting the parking lot behind Planet Hollywood, right, right in front of Top Golf, across the street from Top Golf, and we're going to build this sixty-five thousand square foot temporary stadium right over there with lightings we'll be running those tournaments from uh, 9 a.m until 12 yeah so it's a wedge away from the strip <laughs> well put it sounds like you're you're, you're creating a, a las vegas experience there with the sensory overload of what you're bringing in and i'm sure with your company perhaps you can tell us a bit about lou rouge and also your connection with cirque du soleil and i'm sure you're bringing in all kinds of elements that guy has developed over decades there as far as uh, appealing to all the senses there and create an experience can you tell us a bit about those relationships if I go back to, to Guy Laliberté's experience, I mean, back in the 80s when he, he got into the, the, the circus industry, I think he revolutionized the, the, this industry that was not necessarily going uh, anywhere. So with innovation and creativity, he reinvented the big top circus industry. So what we are looking into doing is, is uh, similar to that. We want to bring entertainment into golf. We want to make it fun. And uh, with all the aspects that the new clientele is, uh, is requesting. As for Lune Rouge, uh, Guy Laliberté uh, started this investment fund that puts a lot of effort into new technology, into content, into creativity. And uh, we are one of the fully funded venture that uh, he is financing. Oh, got it. Okay. I find this interesting from a business perspective. I don't know if you've read the book, Blue Ocean Strategy, but they use uh, Cirque du Soleil as an example in there with reinventing the uh, the circus industry, as you touched on, and tapping into a brand new market and into a, a demographic that was completely untouched and managed to capture all of that. To me, I don't think it's a, a stretch to say that what you're creating here with the uh, major series of putting could be the Blue Ocean Strategy of golf. Ah, I couldn't agree more with uh, with this statement. Obviously, uh, we're trying to do the right thing. Although it, it looks like a big undertaking, we have a, a solid team that, that is very focused on delivering an amazing championship, on delivering an amazing experience to all the participants that embark into our journey. Uh, we're looking forward for the future. We know we're going to have a, an amazing event. The result that we have so far in each and every qualifier that we have shows us that we're on the right path. The number of registration that we have so far in the event, we have three events that are full. We have uh, three events that are full at 50%. So I think we're on the right way. Sounds like you found, as they, as they say in the startup world, you found product market fit. You've actually found your uh, found your customers and you've found your tribe and you're building it every single day with every single qualifier that you hold. So that's uh, that's, that's good stuff. So congratulations again on on that. So so you did talk about this year that you're you've held, if I get this right, about 150 qualifiers so far, and I believe you're staging about 300 more leading up to the Vegas final. That's about right for the for the numbers. 
That's correct. That's correct. We're overall, we will be hosting 28 days of qualifier in uh, 18 different markets, over 400 qualifiers across North America. Nice. Now, I know in our previous conversation, you've, you've told me the answer of this one, but I'm going to ask the question for our listeners here for what the future holds in 2018 and beyond. Having as many events as you had already, it's an ambitious rollout, but it pales to, in comparison to what your future plans are. From what you're able to tell us right now, what can you tell us that you're going to be doing in the future? Obviously, this championship is key. It's a, it's a huge marketing platform for everything that, that we're doing. And I think I touched on creating a journey for golfers, but also so for non-golfers that want to join and take part in our activity. Obviously, those qualifiers and the, the, those markets where we are, we want to develop those markets and ultimately creating a tour, that specific ranking system. So we want to be able to develop each and, uh, and every market where we are operating right now. And this temporary venue that we're building in Las Vegas is a proof of concept of something that could become permanent, where we will have a great offer on, on a 365 days um, programming. So uh, there's a lot on our plate, but uh, we are focusing on delivering an amazing championship and an amazing experience to all the participants that uh, are going to take part in the, the inaugural edition. This is exciting, very exciting stuff. And hopefully I can free up my schedule to be in Las Vegas, if nothing else, to be in your audience to watch all of this go down. And who knows, maybe I'll uh, register for one of those last minute qualifying tournaments and maybe I'll even make my way there with my mediocre putting. Probably not, but I'll give it a shot. You got to believe. <laughs> I, I, absolutely. It's all about hope, right? You got you to gotta, gotta believe. I don't know who said it, but it's a cliche now, a sport cliche. But you miss 100% of the shots you never take or something like that. So uh, you miss 100% of the putts you never take, right? That's true too. Exactly. <laughs> so lastly here, once again, where can our listeners go to learn more about MSOP and tell us how they can connect with you and start a conversation through social media? Basically, I think the, the one-stop shop is our website, msop.com, where either if you want to register into the tournament, if you want to be a host of a, a qualifier, if you want to play in one of the qualifiers that we are organizing, all the information is there. And through that website, you'll be able to first see what we're building in, in Las Vegas, to see the rendering of the, the stadium that will be built as of August. Uh, you'll be also able to connect through a Facebook on our Facebook page and through Instagram and Twitter. So um, I encourage everybody to just go and have a look. And uh, I guarantee that you're going to be intrigued. And I encourage you to, uh, to take the next step and come and participate in one of our events. I love it. All right. Well, on that note, Guillaume, thanks so much for being my guest today on the Mod Golf Podcast. I look forward to talking to you again. Hopefully you will come on the show in a, whenever that is down the road. So I'm sure there'll be many more stories for you to share with our audience. So best of luck with the rest of uh, 2017 and looking forward to Las Vegas. Thank you so much for uh, having me on your show. It's been a pleasure discussing uh, our event that is coming. So um, I'm available all the time. So I hope I'll be back on your show at some point. Love it. Well, thanks so much for offering that. All right. You take care and we'll talk again soon. Bye for now. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with MSOP President Guillaume Villan. To learn more about the major series of putting, Blue Ocean Strategy, the architectural firm Populous, and Jack Nicholas Design, go to our website, modgolf.fireside.fm, where I've posted links and additional content in the show notes. Please join us next week when I speak with NextGen Golf co-founder and CEO, Chris Hart. So NCCGA is the collegiate tour within NextGen Golf, but NextGen Golf really supports those golfers you know, anywhere from age 18 to 39 in those tough years when you know, the rest of the industry may not be as apt to help you out and, and keep you involved in the game. I'm your host, Colin Weston. 
You can reach us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at ModGolfPodcast. Subscribe to the Mod Golf Podcast on iTunes. And while you're there, please rate and comment on the show. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Mod Golf Podcast. I'll see you next week.